0: Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. Hello. One of the things I love most about doing Talk Healthy today is I get to meet fantastic people over the radio. I get to learn so much. I get to read all these wonderful books. And one of the other things I love is getting a guest who is going to help us right away. Like here are tips that you can use right this second to make your life better. And joining us today to do just that is a wonderful Celia Ward-Wallace. She's a leading certified life and business coach. Hello, Celia. Welcome back.
1: Hi, Lisa. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to
0: be with you today. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. I mean, there's so many things I love about this show, but I I especially like with everyone being so busy and everyone having so much on their mind, we're going to be talking about detoxing the mind. And you've got some fantastic things to help us do just that. We're going to be talking about seven things in particular. Before we jump into this topic, Sela, I'd love to hear more about you, what it means to be a certified life and business coach. Just tell us all about you.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, mm-hmm. I am, uh, today I am living in Los Angeles. I have two daughters, Ava and Layla, who are eight and 11, and my husband, Joe, who I've been with for 20 years. And I am just like many people. I, I did all the right things. I went to school, got a good education, got a safe city job with a great pension and benefits. And I was sort of there for 10, 15 years, thought I would just wait it out, didn't know what my purpose in life was, but thought it was great that I was doing what I was supposed to do, which was collecting a paycheck and getting a pension, all the while sort of waiting to figure out, well, what am I actually here for? And ultimately, uh, I believe that, you know, life intervenes or spirit or God or whatever you believe in intervenes to sort of get you on the right track when it's time. And for me, that came in the form of some big crises in my life where I lost a, a multimillion dollar fortune because I had a real estate business that my husband and I had built. And also my husband had a career-ending injury. And through both of those sort of tragedies or crises, uh, it led me to going within and really figuring out who I was, what I wanted in my life, what was meaningful and purposeful for me. And I got so excited about what I was learning for myself and the transformation I was creating in my own life that I started wanting to spread the word and tell everybody everywhere I went about how life can be meaningful and purposeful right now and how you can make changes in your life instantly that will have a ripple effect in every other aspect of your life and about six, seven years ago, I started a, a business as a life and business coach, teaching people how to do this and teaching people how to become coaches and start their own businesses. And here I am. Fast forward, you know, six years later, I've left my full time job. I ha- I'm doing this. I'm traveling the world. I'm helping people every day, and I'm living. I'm living my purpose. So it's it's a beautiful story.
0: It really is an amazing story because I think for so many people, they you know having those two things happen that are so difficult to overcome, you not only overcame them, but you went on to build something even greater and bigger for yourself, and that's really challenging. Yeah,
1: well, it is challenging, and I think most people are so afraid of failure and are so afraid of terrible things happening in their lives that they sort of play it small and don't want to take any risks. And what I found is that, you know, sort of life will be whispering at you all along, you know, to try to be guiding you. But if you're not awake and you're not willing to to catch the clues, you you keep your head down and you stay stuck and it comes louder and louder. And sometimes it has to intervene in a pretty serious way to have you finally have the wake up call and realize, you know, your life has more meaning than you just going each day to, you know, a dead end job, clocking in and clocking out and coming home and watching TV and doing it all over again. There's got to be more to it than that. So that's sort of part of my mission and purpose is to let people know it's fine to go, go to your job. We all got to pay the bills, but how can you show up in each and every moment of your life, you know, as the best version of yourself is, intentional as possible, as awake and connected as possible. And and that's where we really find that meaning.
0: Well, you know, you're also an Amazon bestselling author, a woman's guide to having it all, you know, you always hear that you can't have it all, but you say we can and I'm all for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm also a marketing and branding genius. And so that that title Ooh, nice. was playing on the fact that people debate whether you can have it all or you can't have it all. But the punchline to the whole thing is you can have it all because all of it resides within you. And so when you start to realize that what you're seeking in terms of that satisfaction and that happiness and that joy is not going to come from a certain dollar that you make at your job or a certain accomplishment and or promotion or a, or a home. So many of us have achieved all of that. And the people I work with on a daily basis have achieved all of that as very successful people and yet you wonder why, you know, everybody's still unhappy. And when you realize Mm. what you're really looking for is that, that satisfaction in life, that feeling of meaning, that feeling of value, that feeling of impact, or or just even daily happiness, and then it's not going to come from anything that is external to you, it's going to come from within yourself. And so that's when you realize Oh man, I got to do that inner work, (laughs) which so many of us, you know, have been putting off and putting off and putting off. But if you don't ever do it, you're going to miss the boat. You're going to just check. You're going to miss out on why you're here. And so that's part of what I really want to do is activate people who may be listening today to realize you can change your life. You can shift it right now. You can have it all, but you have to be willing to say you're going to make yourself the number one priority in your life. And you're ready to do the deep work that means you have to look at your stories, your upbringing, you know your traumas, your 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 work you need to do around healing yourself and really start to come into alignment from within with who you want to be outside.
0: I'm so glad you said that about working through the trauma because I always feel like there i, I didn't I didn't create the same, but you can't go around it. you have to go through it. And if you are stuck because of things that happened in the past, I think you can really try to be successful. But if there's some real deep trauma or something that's holding you back, you got to work through it as hard as it is. And you really will come out the other side so much better. I mean, that sounds so cliched, but I've, I've been there. I've done that. I've done the work and it was hard. And it's hard to refill those feelings again. You know, we, I, now I want to talk about this too. You got, you're just going to have to come back a lot, Celia, because we have so much to talk about, (laughs) but I want to make sure we get into today's topic because, oh my gosh, I mean, we're all just going, going, going and the phone and the this and the that. And so detoxing the mind is so important. Give us your definition of that. And then I want to talk about these steps that we can put into action.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty simple. It just is, like you said, our minds have all been wired so tightly. You know, we're feeling exhausted. We have so much going on. Uh, you know, even on in the car on the way, taking my daughter this morning or coming back to get ready for this interview. Um, you know, the list kept running in my head of you got to do this. You got to do that. Okay. Go to my notes, write it down on my to do list, you know, like keeping track. <laughs> so we're all running, running a really tight chip and have a lot of responsibilities and, in this day and age, you know, we're sort of a product of our environment and certainly the American culture right now, you know, is really achievement driven and, and people are struggling in many ways to just make it through the day and do all the things they have to do. So we're all not taking so so great care of ourselves and feeling pretty overwhelmed and burdened. And so detoxing the mind is really giving yourself these simple tools that you can use when you feel like you're at your wit's end, you know, or where you feel like, I just can't do anymore. I'm getting overwhelmed or I'm getting burnt out or I'm about to have a breakdown or I'm yelling at my husband or my kids or whatever, you know, how can I get myself back in alignment with a better version of myself? And that's really the things that you have to do to get your mind to relax and, and sort of hit the reset button. And then you can come back in and, you know, you got you just got to keep keep hustling. But before you can do that, you got to find ways to, Throughout your day or throughout your week or throughout your month, you know really be taking the time to take care of yourself
0: I agree a hundred percent all right, number one is socializing conversation and laughter. I love this because you know I work from home, I have a home studio, I have a very small life. I was telling a friend the other day, you know on the phone that I go I go to Whole Foods, I like to cook, I like to make nice meals, I take my dogs to the woods, I hang out with my family. And that's all good. And there's some, obviously, so conversation and laughter. But where I really feel like I get to socialize is is on the radio, which is funny, because, you know, I, I mean, I'm interviewing you and everything. But I feel I always feel a connection to the people that I'm interviewing. and And I do laugh a lot. And sometimes I think I laugh too much. But I just it's just the way that I am. And it's such a fun thing. And it just makes life so much better.
1: Yeah, the thing about it is, and and you see all these studies about people who live a long life, and they and they started to try and figure out, well, what is it that helps people like you know break a hundred years old, and they come to find out it has a lot to do with having a community of support and feeling connected to other people in your life, and so this number one thing is about who are your friends, who are your family, who are your community members, you know, can you really. Find people that you want to spend quality time with. And that just goes like making sure that each day, like when I plan my week, um, I don't just plan around my work, my work to do's or my kids' to do's or my family to do's. I'm also putting on there my friendships and making sure there's at least one thing that I'm doing that week to give back into filling up the cup, um, in my relationships with my friends. And so that may be just a phone call or that may be a meeting for a, what I like to call a walk and talk, you know, getting together, going for a hike and having a little talk therapy with the, with the BFF or something. Um, mm-hmm. and we take it for granted. But the the ability that it, that it has to reset your mind and to really make you feel connected and make you feel like, you know, your life is meaningful and you can relax a little bit and you can vent and you can connect and you can get that laughter, it, it has transformational benefits that people don't understand. So I'm happy we're talking about it today.
0: Oh, I'm so happy about it too the second one is meditation. And even though I've resisted it for years, I have been trying and I end up always just kind of coming back, we come back to the bath, come back to the breath. I'll do that for the whole five minutes, but that's still, I'm still doing it. It makes you feel like you're not doing anything, but you really are. If you want to talk about your experience, because it's tough. Yeah. I I mean, the
1: thing, the thing I think for a lot of people is there's sort of a stigma about meditation. You know, there's, there's like a misperception that it has to be like, You're sitting in one place for this long period of time in an uncomfortable position and you're, you know, either, you know, trying to be quiet while your mind is racing or you're trying to do some sort of mantra and and say it over and over again for endless amounts of time. And so I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed by that and they feel like I don't even have like an extra minute in my day and now you're asking me to spend 10 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. Um, And I really just like to say this is your ability to rewire your brain. It, and it doesn't have to come in one form or the other. There's so many different ways of meditation. So for me, I like to do a walking meditation, um, and I like I like to what, what uh, my girlfriend Lindsay Curris, says is the stacking functions. And so it's like I like to be doing multiple things at one time. So even though it's meditation, I like to also be walking and getting exercise. And it's really just about saying I'm going to just try to clear my mind. And it doesn't mean no thoughts at all. It means as the thoughts come in, I'm aware of them, I'm looking at them, I'm like, okay, wow, you really have a busy brain today, <laughs> and you let them float in, and you let them float out, and maybe you momentarily go down the rabbit hole of thinking about something or starting to do your to-do list, and then you just have to remind yourself, hey, wait a minute, aren't you trying to, you know, meditate, how about you release that one out, you know, and it's just a practice of getting uh, the time to focus on trying to release your mind and relax a little bit. Another thing is just laying flat, laying on the ground for 10 minutes and just breathing and not being too concerned on, oh, I am thinking, I'm not thinking, what am I, you know, I'm not, I'm supposed to be quiet and oh my God, I have so many thoughts and you know, all that kind of stuff versus just laying there and just breathing. And if the thoughts come in, the thoughts come in. And if you spend the 10 minutes thinking about something, then you do. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but it's more about the intention behind it, the intention And this is where that self-care piece comes in, is that most of us do not put ourselves first on the list and do not make ourselves a priority. So even laying down flat and breathing, whether you're thinking about your project or not, most of us would never find time for it. it, would just not feel like a priority. And so this is where the shift in the mindset comes in of, I am the number one thing in my life. And in order for me to be highly functioning in all the other roles that I play in my life, I have to first give the best to myself, which means I have to practice self-care, I have to do my daily routines, I have to honor myself and take care of myself so that I can show up in all these other capacities
2: and thrive. More with Lisa Davis coming up. Now, you know a healthy lifestyle will always require some level of commitment. You have to make time for exercise, to de-stress, and of course, to eat right. That's why I love getting meal kit delivery from Sun Basket. With Sun Basket, it's easier to lead a healthy lifestyle because I know I've got healthy, delicious meals covered. Now, just in the last few weeks, I prepared Carrizo chili, Tuscan vegetable soup, Two bean enchiladas, Saigon beef sliders, and just delivered right to my doorstep, Yucatan turkey chile verde, and roasted paprika chicken. And I can't stress this enough Sunbasket features organic and clean ingredients, and each delicious, easy to prepare meal is ready in about 30 minutes, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle. And for any dietary needs or preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, and there's a family option, too. Now, I get the meal kit, and yes, you get the veggies, you get the meat, you get the sauces, you get the spices. It's all in the kit, and I got to tell you, it's kind of fun, too. So go to sunbasket.com slash talk healthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talk healthy for $35. And Talk Healthy today is brought to you by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. That's pretty cool, and I'm not kidding about this. Health IQ can save you up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive, and these savings are exclusive to Health IQ. Now, you have to qualify by taking a Health IQ quiz or other lifestyle quizzes, like the Cycling IQ or Running IQ quiz. You can also get additional savings by by submitting actual data such as race results and health IQ doesn't just take this info and pass it on to an insurer. They are with you every step of the way from interest to application through underwriting to the final policy enforcement. This is really cool. Now, by being healthy, you not only live a better life, but you can now also pay less for insurance. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com slash talkhealthytoday, or just mention the promo code, Talk Healthy Today when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Once again, check this out. It's really cool. Just go to healthiq.com slash Talk healthy today. Now back to Lisa Davis.
0: Yeah, I love that. Now, positive affirmations, I love that you talk about that we have these negative self-talk going on, these negative conversations, and we need to turn that around and create the positive self-talk. Talk to us about some tips for doing
1: that. Yeah, so it's pretty simple. I mean, if you just spent your day, you know, throughout the day, just paying attention to every single thought that comes in your head, you're going to start to see, wow, you know, like I'm really not treating myself well. You know, how many, how much of the conversation, like I, I sort of do this example, you could wait, most people wake up in the morning and from the minute they wake up, they say, Oh man, I'm so tired. Okay, oh, my body is aching. Oh my God, I gotta get up out of this bed. I don't even want to do anything today. I just want to lay here. I feel like crap. Okay, God, here I gotta go. And then they get up and they go and get, go into the bathroom and they stand in front of the mirror. Oh my God, you look like crap today. Oh my God, your body's falling apart and your eyes are swollen. And God, when did I get so old? And ugh, I've got to put a lot of makeup on this face. To even look Have you been okay reading
0: today. my mind?
1: <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> just joking. And am not and like then that every morning, just dressed. some mornings. See, right. right. And yes. then we start getting dressed and we're like, oh, I got to go to this job. I can't stand this job. And then we get in the car. Oh, I got to be in the traffic. Traffic sucks. And then we're arguing with people on the way to work. And then we get to their job. And guess what? We end up manifesting a crappy day. Because that's what we intended the day to be. And that's what we told ourselves all day long it was going to be. And basically your thoughts create your reality. You literally are programming your subconscious mind, which is the part of your mind that's working 95% of what's happening in your life is based on this subconscious mind that is being fed by your thoughts. And so if you don't like your life and you don't like how you feel in your life, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's, it's because you're programming it to be that way. So the cool thing is when you finally realize that and you're like, oh my God, like I can actually change the outcome in my life by the way I'm thinking, then you start to get in the driver's seat and really feel super powerful. And all you want to do now is start to realize when you have that negative thought, you replace it with a positive one. So for example, it could look like this. You wake up in the morning, you say, you know, thank you God, or or, I'm so grateful to be alive today. Today's going to be a great day. You get up, you look at yourself in the mirror. Hey, you're doing all right. You know what? You're doing good. I'm proud of you. I love you. You're going to be awesome today. You know, you get in the car and you go, going to that job, maybe I don't like it, but you know what? I'm going to be a beacon of light. I'm going to be the person that comes in with with a good spirit, good attitude today. And no matter what comes my way, I'm going to face it with positivity and laughter. And you go, and guess what? Your day is going to unfold that way. And it's, it's just a fact. And so I invite everybody who's listening in to try it, to just make this shift. Every time you have a negative thought, oh, I'm, I'm not capable of that. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. You replace it with a positive thought of, you know, I can do this. Or there's, no, there's nothing stopping me. Or my past does not define my future. Or, you know, it's, it's all about reprogramming your mind. Because if you don't put positive food back into your mind, You're going to just keep processing on those same negative thoughts that have been in there your entire life.
0: That is so wonderful. You know, it's something that I work on myself. I I try to get my daughter to work on it. It does make a big difference. Now, everyone knows if they listen to the show that my top priority in life, it seems to be is sleep. I mean, (laughs) I I am so strict about my sleep schedule. I go to bed every night between 830 and 9. And if you ask me to go out to dinner at eight, I'm not going. And if you haven't seen me in (laughs) here and you come to visit, guess what? I'm still going to bed between 830 and nine. So I'm a pain in the butt. But honestly, I just know how I'll feel. I know how it affects me. And it's so incredibly important. And I feel like people look at me like I'm a weirdo. But I'm thinking you're going to bed at midnight, waking up at five. That's not good. Like, it seems like our priorities are twisted. Like you have to get so much done and sleep takes away rather than you need sleep to refresh and restore and keep you healthy.
1: Yeah, it's people want, people want certain things in life. They want to be sort of like successful and they want to be happy and they want to be healthy. But a lot of times they're not willing to do the work that it requires to get there. And they and <laughs> their, their priorities are out of whack in the sense of like people don't have any trouble, um, you know, being like workaholics and like working, you know, the, like two thirds of their day at work and then leaving yeah. very little time for sleep and for self-care. And what we really need to do is get our life more in balance and set better boundaries for ourselves. In addition to our, like, social media and emails, you know, what I would recommend most people do is set a time. Like, I really like this. If, if you work a regular nine-to-five, and I know not everybody does, but let's say you do, and you come home at a regular decent hour, and maybe you have kids, or maybe you have family, or maybe it's just you, and at, at some point you need to say, okay, the phone Needs to be plugged in in a charging station away from my room. And I need to be present with my family for an hour or two when I'm home and have a conversation and have that socializing and that connecting and that laughter. And then every, you know, maybe I got to pack lunches or I got to get the kids to bed or whatever. But once that ends, now I have an hour or two before bed that it now needs to become my self care time. Uh, like for me, I have a ritual. I take a bath, I get a glass of red wine uh, and I go take a bath and I get my salt, salt bath and my essential oils and I sit in there for 30 minutes. I move to my bed. Maybe I'll read, maybe I will watch a show. I'll have a little piece of dark chocolate and then I go to bed, you know? And it's like, I have my ritual and I'm strict about my sleep too because I know I want a certain number of hours of sleep each night. And so I'll constantly be doing the math backwards of, okay, what time do you have to wake up tomorrow? what time do you have yeah, to go to bed and i pretty <laughs> yeah and it's like I'm pretty and with my kids I mean talk about being strict with sleep I've been super strict with them and I'm I'm a pretty laid back flexible mom in general but when it comes to sleep from the day they were born I was I was strict about sleep I was the one I'm doing the, the sleep training and everybody thought I was crazy but I'm like hanging out with all my girlfriends and their kids and they still don't sleep well but my kids go to sleep every night at eight o'clock and they, you know, they sleep through the night and I never had any issues with them. And and my oldest is turning 12 and she still has an early bedtime. You know, I, I believe firmly and sleep is a, a way to live a very long life. And so if you want to work on your health and your mental health and your emotional health, get more sleep.
0: You know, it's funny. I, I wish you lived next door because, you know, my daughter's 13 and She complains that she can never go to sleepover, or she can't have kids sleepover because they all go to bed at like eleven o'clock. It's like, yeah, you're not going to go to bed. You know, (laughs) I'm not saying I would. I'll never let her go to sleepover. I don't mean it like that, but I mean she would want to have a kid. But I'm like, well, it's just they would look at everybody. They all think we're weird. So she goes to bed between eight and eight thirty. And one thing that is kind of a drag is I'm so tired. I go to bed between eight thirty and nine, so I don't have that time. I don't take a bath. But what I do, I have a lot of time during the day. So I'm able to take that quiet me time during the day. So I kind of feel like, and then I see my husband, uh, she leaves early. So my husband and I have a couple hours in the morning together. So most couples hang out at night. We hang out in the morning because he knows once I get my daughter to bed, it's like, okay, hi, hon, you're home from work. Good night. And I feel bad. But at the same time, you know, it's it's tough. But thank goodness we see each other. Although my daughter's so funny last night. She said, You don't have to see daddy, it's more important that you're with me. So don't complain that I'm taking so long to get ready. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yes, dear, the just world. Will well remind around her, <laughs> just remind Just
1: reminder that the rel- oh, that your funny. relationship with your husband has to be first and be the priority because believe it or not for her, she's gonna have a much happier life if mommy and daddy are connected. <laughs>
0: That's what I, yeah, yeah, yep I tell you, we have so much in common. Okay. We're (laughs) only have about eight minutes left. So I'm going to go to the next one, which is staycation away. Well, away from home, which is funny because I'm like the staycation queen. As a matter of fact, if you, if you go to my social media, if you want to laugh, I'm late. Yesterday was 48 degrees. So in the area I'm in, we've had, and I know the whole country has had a crazy winter. You know, it was like two weeks here. It was below zero with the wind chill, so I'm dry, I'm all bundled up. But it's sunny and it feels like 70 because I'm so bundled up. And I made a joke that I'm sunbathing in the winter. I'm like only my face is showing. But I was so excited <laughs> to do that. And I made a joke that you know, because I have a good friend in Florida. Like I can't I can't go on vacation. This is as close as it gets. But you talk about a staycation away from home. I thought, wait, 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 what is that? So tell us about this.
1: Yeah. So I don't know about you, but anytime I'm in my house. I constantly feel behind I constantly feel like I'm I mean unfortunately I feel like as great of a mom and a wife and a person I am, somehow I still always feel like a failure when I'm in my home because I look around mm. and I'm just like, there's project upon project that needs to be done. There's always laundry and dishes to be done. You know, it's a never ending <laughs> cycle when it you're totally home. Is. The bills keep coming, the phone keeps ringing, the emails keep coming in. And so as much as I love being at home, if you really want to detox your mind and sort of reset the button, even as little as one night, um, you know, at an Airbnb or a local, you know, l- low chain hotel. It doesn't even need to be fancy, you know. And I understand not everybody has the resources for this, but if you can, even if you save up for it over two or three months, I'd say every other month, every month, every quarter, take a night, take two nights, and just go with with your spouse or with your kids or with yourself, and just take go to somewhere local. It literally could be like my, our favorite place to go. We go to Marriott, but it's like literally five minutes from the house and sometimes we'll go like for this in the summer we will go for like five nights (laughs) and it's like literally (laughs) less than two miles from the house and they'll be like oh welcome to the Marriott where are you coming from and we'll be like actually we're coming from four blocks away you know (laughs) But, but the fact that we have you know a maid service that comes every day and a pool, oh, and we don't have nice. any responsibilities you know it allows us to just reset our mind and so I really think and and also in couples, I just have to say, um for my husband and myself I and mean, we've been together for twenty years now and we're we're still super you know connected and attracted and all of that is these little one night away things have changed the game for us in terms of keeping us connected and keeping romance alive. We, again, we live in Los Angeles and we'll just go get a room maybe 15 minutes away from our, our neighborhood where we live. And, but somewhere cute that we could walk around and go for a date, go to a movie, go back to the hotel, you know, be able to have our intimate private time together and stay up late, watch TV. And then, you know, you go back home the next day, but you had that, that ability to sort of shut off having to be partners and having to be parents and having the, the burden of all the to do.
0: That sounds like such a great idea. <laughs> okay. There's a lovely like, little I inn right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's this great little inn right around the corner. So I'm going to have to figure that out. All right. We only have a few minutes left. I love this. 24 hours with no electronics. Uh, that is that's really hard. But I definitely think it's very valuable. I tried to go a day and it's it, it's tough, but it, it does make a difference.
1: Yeah. I mean, play with it, you know, it's just be, be, hold this lightly. The point is, is I don't know about you, but if I track how many times I'm, you know, refreshing Facebook because a lot of my business is done on Facebook. So I'm constantly in there, but I must be on Facebook, you know, 30 times a day, like just dipping in, dipping out, checking on notifications or, you know, same thing with the email. Um, and so it's really just saying it, it could even be the weekend. Like I try and push myself on the weekend when I'm not. Yes technically working to not be checking my email in the morning. Like I don't need to see my email and, and my whole day be thinking about now I got to respond or I got to do this or I got to do that. Or even on Facebook, you know, seeing what's going on in the world. Like I don't really care. It's a wait a day to wait two days. You know, how about I check it when it's time for me to be in that role in that mind. Uh, And so just giving you, and even the same thing about coming home and plugging in your phone, maybe downstairs or in another room and not looking at it, until the next day, you know, which I know is really hard for most of us, but you'll see very quickly how addicted we are because when I put it in the other room and I'll have that, that trigger point of like, Ooh, I need to look at this or I want to look this up. And then I'll just remember like your phone is not here. Oh yeah. You're not supposed to be looking at that. And, and one last thing, and then we'll transition. I know to the last point, but is I like to on my phone, I like to log out of my email and I like to log out of my social media profiles so that when I'm on my phone and I try and go in, I have to make a conscious decision to say,
0: Oh, "Oh, you are logged out.
1: Do you, are you sure? You know, it's just that one extra second of, you know, are you making an intentional decision or is this this something that's unconscious? And so that might be something fun you can play with too, is just this, you know, logging out and having to make a choice to log in.
0: I love that. That is brilliant. All right. The last one is be of service. Shift your perspective.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) If you just wake up and look at the world, it's going to make you feel a lot better about your life <laughs> because most of us <laughs> are, in a high, are in a highly privileged position. You know, I don't know everybody's circumstances, but but most of us have a lot of privilege, whether it's, you know, based on our economic privilege, our educational privilege, you know, our citizenship, our our um, sexual orientation, our, our race, our gender. We have a lot of things so already true. set at our advantage. And when I, when I dropped, I went to take my kids to soccer yesterday and at this beautiful park in a very affluent neighborhood. And it was just amazing to me. It was like, there was this homeless woman just sleeping right there on the floor where all of these very wealthy people were pulling up and just literally walking by her. And, you know, I took a picture of her, the the whole scene, because it was a little bit of a homeless camp and I posted it on social media and I wrote a whole thing about it. And I just was like, you know how this, this contradiction um, that we're living in in our society now of, like, the have and the have-nots and how you get really caught up in your privilege and you don't pay attention to how much suffering is happening in the world. And so I really think just thinking of how you can give back a little bit more, whether that's at your children's school or at your church or on your block or, you know, finding a cause that you believe in, whether it's sending them money or finding a way to volunteer – really will help, you know, open yourself up that it's not all about you and woe is me and your life and all your demands. It's like, hey, you know, when I look at that lady and she's literally, I know it sounds gross, but she's going to the bathroom on the sidewalk, you know, it's like, talk about uh, uh, like losing all of your dignity and, you know, why does she have to have that life and why do I have the life I have, you know, and it really not only makes me want to do more, but also makes me be so grateful for the life that I do have.
0: I'm, you know, my husband says that all the time. He talks about that, like how lucky we are and how blessed we are. And it's it's so true. Celia, I feel blessed having you here. I want to have you here a lot. I want to have you on my other shows. Tell us all the ways we can learn more about you and all the great work you're doing.
1: Yeah. Well, again, my name is Celia Ward-Wallace, Ward-Wallace. And if you Google me, you'll find me everywhere. And everybody who knows me knows I'm extremely accessible. I am I come from a civil rights upbringing my parents are full-time civil rights organizers they've been doing that That's for 50 fantastic. years here in Los Angeles and so I come from sort of a legacy um, social justice uh, service-based family and all of that is to say is that I'm really invested in people and community and making a difference in the world and therefore I like to be really available and for people to be able to connect with me so just google me or go to my website which is CeliaWardWallace.com with no dash just all 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 dot You can find all about me there, but if you really want to find me and talk to me and connect with me, um, you know, just Google me and track me down on any of my emails or any of my social media profiles, send me messages. I, I always reply.
0: Fantastic. I want to thank everyone for listening. If you want all things, it's your health, talk healthy today, talk fitness today, naturally savvy. You can go to it's your health with Lisa Davis.com. You can find me on social media at health media gal one at talk healthy, the number two day. Thanks for listening and stay well.